you? I am Michelle Gifford. Hey, I'm Sarah Allred. We are the girls behind Women With Fire, and we specialize in building influencers. Welcome to the podcast. Listen as we chat with influential women who feel guided by the divine to build empires of truth at home, in business, and abroad. The goal here is to empower you to grow your influence everywhere. Join the nation of women who get things done at thewomenwithfire.com. Hey, you guys, and welcome to another episode of the Women With Fire podcast. You are here with Michelle and Sarah. We're here together. It's a great day. This is a new gig for us. So welcome to the new vibe of season three. Yeah, so we are doing things a little bit different. You're going to hear from both of us once a month, where we will be chatting back and forth, sharing our insight on different business and life and spiritual business principles that we are experiencing right now. Um, We really hope that they will help you and that you will relate. Actually, I know you're going to relate because my word, there are some things that we have got to work through together. So, but before we dive into that, we just want to tell you how much we appreciate you listening and giving us feedback and commenting on Instagram. Instagram and sending us messages there. And we also love, love the reviews because your reviews, your ratings help others, people find us. And so we wanted to share one of our favorite reviews right now. Yes. So a huge shout out to Darla Trendler. We love Darla. And if you want to find her, she's on Instagram at spiritually minded mom. Darla says, I was so excited to find this podcast. It was exactly what I needed in my life. Each episode leaves me feeling inspired and uplifted. Sarah and Michelle are genuine, honest, and open with each guest. Their style is the perfect mix of practical business advice with a spiritual twist. I listen to several other business podcasts geared towards moms, and they are great. But I love that The Women With Fire reminds me of the spiritual aspects of what I am doing and keeps me grounded and focused. So Darla, thank you. This was huge for us. And there's no secret that no one can find a podcast that isn't rated and reviewed. So we so appreciate you taking the time to jump on and give us a review because you are the secret behind getting this podcast out there. And we feel just really grateful. We're full of gratitude for you, Darla. So you are the best. She's at spiritually minded mom on Instagram. So go find her. Thanks, Darla. Darla, we love you. That is the nicest, nicest review ever. So let's dive in to what we're talking about. And the title of this podcast today is Call It What It Is. And this comes from actually a children's book because how great are children's books? Oh, you want to know a secret about me? So <laughs> I, you will know this, that this, so this is Sarah. I have never been fashionable Ever. And I still am not. So much in fact that I watch what Michelle buys and then I just buy it after her. That's my secret to fashion. Everyone needs a, a fashion copy friend. So when I was in college at Brigham Young University, you would think that with any little minute amount of spending money that I would spend it on clothes and cool things like Michelle probably did. I did not. <laughs> I spent my money at BYU when on children's books. So I just have this massive selection of children's books because I think that they really bring huge 
lessons about business and about life really to the forefront in a beautiful way. So we get to talk about one today. Michelle, talk to us about it. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you about one of my favorite books. I was reading it with my um, little girl. And when I read it, I was like, oh my word, this is all about <laughs> my business. And so um, the book is called There's No Such Thing as Dragons. And we'll have a link in the show notes. But the it starts out with this little boy wakes up and there is a dragon sitting by his bed and it's it's pretty little and the kid goes down to his mom and says hey i have this dragon and we need to feed it and the mom looks at the dragon looks at the boy and says there's no such thing as dragons and so the dragon continues to follow the little boy around throughout the book and every time the mom says there's no such thing as dragons it gets a little bit bigger and it gets bigger and bigger until it is so big that it is bigger than the house and it actually walks away with the house. And then the mom looks at the dragon, looks at the house that's a couple blocks away from where it's supposed to be. And she says, okay, maybe there are such things as dragons. And then it starts to shrink and it gets smaller and smaller until it's the size of like a dog and it's manageable and they take care of it and they, and like a pet. And the reason why I love this so much is because I, this happens to me all the time <laughs> when I am doing things in my life and in my business. And I don't want to admit that I'm actually working on my business. I don't want to admit that I have something else besides motherhood. And so I just continue to kind of do it in secret. And then it gets too big and it gets too heavy because I'm the only one carrying it around. And when I'm able to take a step back, call it what it is, then that's when I can make it, it's manageable. I can make it a part of my life and it doesn't run away with my whole house. <laughs> I think one of the greatest points that this wonderful book brings out, like Michelle was mentioning, is just kind of owning it. That's kind of the the worldly way to say it, like you've got to own it. You've got to own where you're at and what you're doing. And there's something empowering about being able to just say when you're sitting at the doctor's office and you're filling out the, you know, the mile long forms, and then it asks you about your employment. <laughs> and you have this moment of like, <gasps> I don't know. What do I say? Why does this matter? And I'm not I'm not saying specifically in this instance, but the fact that there's conflict there is sort of like, am I real at this? Am I not? And we have this song that we sing uh, that my little kids learned when they were in preschool, uh, joy school, where they would say, I cheer for brother and brother cheers for me because we're in a family. And it sort of gives purpose and it, it calls, we, we are constantly telling our kids that we do a lot of things because we're in a family. Like Saturdays would be super fun if there were no chores and we could just go get slushies and build things at Home Depot and go you know, to the trampoline park all day Saturday. But we have to run errands. We have to vacuum out the car. We have to do certain things because we're in a family. And so it's often that kind of a thing where can you chant to yourself when those moments come where you can't figure out why things won't fit? Just say, I am in business. I am a business owner. I am a photographer. Uh, I am a mom. Some of those statements really bring some strong 
pieces of wisdom and work ethic with them once you're able to own it and care for it and share it with your quote unquote family because you're in a family. So own it and make it happen. So can I tell you something? I didn't tell you I was going to share this, but this just happened to me last night. I have been really feeling like super um, overwhelmed by because I'm doing all of these different things. And I'm trying to do this while I have little kids at home, but there are so many things that I feel really impressed to do. So I've been praying um, about my businesses and what I should be doing, and I got the impression to include my kids. And I was like, oh, okay, so how do I do that? (laughs) And so after interviewing Jamie from the I Am Mom Summit, she talks about how when she was when she was putting the summit together, she told her kids what she was doing, why she thought it was important. And they built, and her eight-year-old, I think she made a big poster with 30 circles on it because her mom, because Jamie wanted 30 speakers. That was her goal. And every time a speaker said yes, she would run upstairs and color in the circle. So, so last night we had a family council and I said, Hey, what do you guys think I'm doing when I'm on my computer working? What do you- and the the answers dangerous (laughs) the answers range from playing (laughs) pbskids.org i know who said that and then um and and then my older kids said and this is gonna gut punch yeah maybe but it did me said i don't know but i just know that you don't want us around oof oh michelle but guess what (laughs) It's okay. And that's why I've been feeling like I needed to change, right? Because my kids don't, because I'm not willing to tell them to share with them what I'm doing. And that means because it's kind of scary. Like it's scary to say, this is my big goal. And I want you guys to help me. I want you to pray for me. I want you to, to, and so we kind of went in and what that means for them. So what we've done is we made a, a thermometer, and I said, this is how much money I want to make. And when we get there, we are going to go on this, um, like, a family retreat kind of thing. There's this hotel by our house that has, like, um, has like water slides that only the people at the hotel go to. So it actually isn't going to be, like, a million dollars to go to, but it's something big that my kids will work for. And we said, you know what, here's the thing. If I am cleaning the whole time, like, cleaning up after them the whole time that they're at school when I have time to work, then I don't have time to work. And then it's like, and then we kind of clash right at nighttime because I'm trying to get stuff done. And so we, you know, if they want to do this, if they want to help me make some money so that we can go on this big trip, then they have to do their chores and they have to take part and be more helpful. And it has made all the difference. I mean, I don't know. I'll keep you posted. (laughs) This is very new, but This is such a fantastic revelation. And I'm so glad like this is totally candid because this is not something we talked about beforehand that you were going to share. And first, it takes real guts. (laughs) It takes real guts to be able to share what what many may view as, oh, this is a, you know, hashtag mom fail moment. But the reality of this story is that there, there are a couple of really guiding principles. One is that Michelle is a woman of prayer. She is constantly on her knees trying to make that a habit. Therefore, you're able to recognize promptings. And through, listen to this, this is the crazy part. Through the prompting, which was include your kids, you had a mom fail experience. 
Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you prayed. Yeah. Like, so our message here is is not to not pray. That's not the message here. <laughs> um, the message here is that when we are told that God can make us extraordinary and wants to make us extraordinary, that that means tough stuff happens. Um, when we act on stuff. And that is part of the pattern. It happens in the Bible. It happens in the Book of Mormon. It happens with um, incredible people who have changed the world, that there are challenges that arise. So I appreciate you being so open. I just <laughs> well, think that's did, so cool. What did Sister Eubank say? She said, um, women who repent have changed the world. Is that is that the quote? And or something like that. And I, I think that we talk a lot about balance and people are like, how do you balance it all? And the truth is, and there is a whole talk on this by Elder Bednar. I think he did it at BYU, um, Idaho. But he just talks about how there's really no balance, but you have to wake up every day and ask Heavenly Father what's important to do that day. And so as a mom, that's what I've been trying to do. And guess what? Some tough stuff did happen. And that's okay because it was something I clearly needed to change. And it's much better. Hmm. To find that out now, even though I'm 11 years in, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but, you know, but my kids are now to a point that they notice, you know. And so I want, I also want to teach them how to be a part of a business. Like, I want them to be included. I want them to know that I'm doing stuff. So, but if you don't, if you don't call it what it is, then you can't, even if that, what you're calling is a failure, it's fine, because guess what? There's the atonement, you know? And and it helps me be a better mom, so. Right, and it's the only way to be put in a position in which it can take its proper place, Yeah. right? Yeah. It is the only route. It is the only route, because I don't know a single person who has navigated business successfully or unsuccessfully, depends on what your definition of that is, but I don't know a single entrepreneur that hasn't had this moment that hasn't had this moment of feeling like my kids think I'm the worst (laughs) (laughs) or my kids think I play games all day or (laughs) or this is not fitting like there is not a single person out there and so call it what it is like this is my moment this is my moment and and that you're changing it and really making it happen and the thing that i love about you michelle is michelle is like a forever learner all the time like if you ever meet us in a social scenario and you come up to us and and we say oh you know who's your favorite person on instagram that's a lame question that we would never ask you but <laughs> if we did you would say some response and you'd say oh such and such person have you ever seen that person and michelle would say yes well, she's amazing i love her about this and i'd go i have no idea who that is <laughs> I don't know, because I'm not in the know, okay? That's not my gig. That's not my jam. But Michelle is a forever learner that way. And one of the greatest part of calling it what it is, is it allows God to bless you with more. It makes space for more, just like the dragon. And I think about this experience I had. So in the Mormon church, we have this thing called primary, and that's basically the children's class or the, the like, what, 11 and under, 11 to one and a half, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so that's what they call it in the Mormon church is the primary. 
program. So I remember being a primary teacher and sitting there and there were little three-year-olds, they call them sunbeams, sitting in the front row. And one of the sunbeams moms was up teaching and she was talking about this experience that she had had with um, her daughter being really, really scared in the middle of the night. And she started to cry like many women and men do when they feel God in their (laughs) life. She's got tears coming down her face and her three-year-old daughter is looking up at her and she interrupts her and she says, mom, why are you crying? Mom, why are you crying? And I will never forget this woman's response. I will never forget it. And I'll have to ask her permission later if I can share her handle in the show notes because she's on Instagram. But she pauses and you could have heard a pin drop with ages three to 11 in that room. And she looks at her and she says, sweetheart, mommy feels the spirit. I am feeling the spirit right now. And this was a moment for every single kid and every single teacher that was sitting in that room of her calling it what it is. My response would have been like, oh, I'm, I'm just so weak sauce. I'm, uh, yeah, you know, and I would have <laughs> like tried to cover it up or, you know, like and apologized for it or something like that or brushed it off. But she saw this as this moment to learn and grow and, and help everyone in the room and you know, 10, you know, I guess this was like eight years ago, eight years later, I still can't remember that moment. So when you're in the moment, and whether you're crying, or whether your kid is telling something that's telling you something that's making your heart churn and twist in a 1000 pieces, call it what it is, and allow there to be space to grow, because God will do remarkable things. And now a small break, a word from those who make this podcast possible. podcast is powered by Entreport. Entreport is our number one business tool. It literally does it all. Email marketing, sales funnels, automation, and it basically keeps your business running even when you're sleeping. Not only is Entreport the backbone of our businesses, but you can design a full-blown website using their customizable landing pages. It is the one-stop powerhouse shop where we keep our email lists, growth, marketing goals, and businesses at their very best. Check out the show notes or jump on thewomenwithfire.com slash entreport to get started. And now back to the Women With Fire podcast. One of the things that Sarah and I have been trying to do because, you know, we both have different businesses besides this. And the only way this is going to work for us is if we call it it, what it is and say, Sarah, you are a, uh, I was going to say Geronimo. Is that a word? (laughs) Geronimo? Isn't that what you yell when you jump off something? (laughs) A dynamo. (laughs) I think she said I'm a ginormous. Is that what she said? I just realized that that word was not what I thought it meant. I do not think that means what you think it means. And this is where we ask the podcast editor to not edit it because we're going to be real deal here. Um, 
Woo. Anyway, so when Sarah and I are like thinking about all the things that we need to get done, we are like looking at our task lists and, you know, we need to be on Instagram. We need to be on Facebook. We need to be doing emails. We need to like have a web presence and all of these different things and reaching out to people. And if we are not calling like our talents and our gifts what they are, like and just acknowledging, then it becomes tricky, right? Sarah is so good at Facebook groups. She is like her um, Facebook group for the photographer's element is awesome, inspiring, teaching, and she's in there and she is there when (laughs) for you when you're learning photography. And so you know what I might not be that great. And that's like, that's okay, right? Like it's, and so Sarah is really heading our Facebook group because that's where she shines. I think if you get stuck on, I think that we can, especially as women, get stuck on wanting to be everything. But I think when we take a minute and say, you know what, this is what I'm really good at and this is what I'm not good at. And then you can get help. You can outsource, you can If you have a business, a brilliant business partner like I do, then you can, you know, divvy up resources that way. But if we, I think we just don't want to be like, feel like we're not enough. And the truth is we aren't enough. We can't do this by ourselves. We can't do motherhood by ourselves. And we're going to have that moment when we're on our knees and Heavenly Father tells us a hard truth. And the best part, and I, I don't remember what conference talk this is, but they talked about how when you want to get better when if when you ask Heavenly Father, they will he will gently prompt you to do things and you won't feel bad. Like I I mean I felt bad when my kids said that to me, but it also was a good moment to change. And because it was gently prompted by the Holy Ghost, I could take that. I could take the the failure for a minute. And that's okay. Like I I don't know. It's it's we're all on our way, right? Absolutely. And I I think that you're saying you know, we, we want to be enough and we simply aren't resonates with everybody listening. And that is what holds people away from being influential. Our whole goal with the women with fire is to build influencers. That that's our whole goal. And I just want you to think if you are listening, I just want you to think about what it is that is holding you back from influencing the world or influencing your neighborhood or your family, what is holding you back? And it is typically because our brain is focused inward on something that is not really what it is. That is where we are focused. And can you imagine if you just said, I'm really awesome at this one thing. I am really awesome at baking sugar cookies. Maybe that's what it is. Then you've got enough you've got enough to create influence. So I hope your gut is saying something to you on what what you are doing. What are you doing right now? What are you doing? And I don't I don't mean that in a harsh way. I just mean how is your influence being felt instead of where are you lacking to influence? Where is your influence being felt and how can you magnify that? Because and, it can be done in great ways. I think that what you're bringing out is that it's not about you. Thanks, mom. She always told me that. But you know, when you turn your focus to uh, from I'm not enough, I don't have enough, I'm afraid people will judge me, right? That's the focus. And you say, you know what? This is what I have and what I'm willing to give. And then you focus on how you can serve others, then it changes, right? 
and and then it's it's not about you. Like uh, Lisa Funk in her interview, she says, you know, this success isn't up to me. It's up to God. And then the pressure's off. So you guys convinced? <laughs> I hope so. And can you imagine a world in which everybody was just concerned about them? Like it felt like it was all about them. It would be a world full of middle schoolers. <laughs> Eighth grade was terrible. Don't go That's back. <laughs> all it would be. And nothing great comes out of middle school, right? (laughs) You just hold on tight and hope you get through. (laughs) Hold on tight and survive. Since you're out of middle school, let's create some influence. So we are so glad that you've been able to join us today for the podcast. We just love being able to bring you along our current journey in business. I mean, gosh, we've been doing this for over a decade combined and we still are figuring stuff out, like learning to call it what it is. So we encourage you and push you to dig deep and really feel what it is you can do to influence and how can you call it what it is within your circle, whether it's your family or your neighborhood or the world or what it is that you're doing, make it happen and let it take its proper place by really calling it what it is. So we're so grateful that you are here as part of the podcast. We're so excited to be part of this season three experience. And we've got great people lined up that are excited to teach you more about their own wisdom and their own experiences and journeys. We would encourage you if you feel like your Instagram is lame sauce, call it what it is. <laughs> Everyone say it. My Instagram is lame sauce. <laughs> if that's calling it what it is, um, we've got a free video download for you. Just head over to thewomenwithfire.com and you'll see a big button right at the top and you'll be able to download that training that's going to get your Instagram on par with where it needs to be, especially with all the changes in 2018 that have already happened. So jump on over there. Uh, We're again, so grateful you join us. We're grateful for your ratings and your reviews and grateful for all of you for listening and making this possible. Have a great week and we'll tune in with you soon. Hey, thanks for listening to the Women With Fire podcast. Your support means a lot to us. In fact, your support is what makes this podcast possible. If you want to connect more with the guests we've had on our podcast and connect more with Sarah and Michelle, the creators of the Women With Fire podcast, find us on Instagram at The Women With Fire or find us in our Facebook group. Simply search Women With Fire and join the group. We'll see you there.